We're going to go back tonight soon to the Kaivish Shuvah of Shemach's Shuvah. We're more discussing the Maral Diskin and the Chiddush and the ramifications. And if you recall from last week, the Chiddush over here, Quentin Maral Diskin, he uses it to have a case of a guy with a gun or some other way of forcing an issue and he wants his cup of wine or else. And Malo Diskin says, not Levnever, he's being marshal himself and he's forcing you, various far as in what the Malo Diskin meant by it in terms of the Lumdis, but he starts off his small piece in the Chuvas Malo Diskin with that example, and he says it would not be Levnever. And the later Peskim discussed the general far in terms of, and this has a very wide application, we're going to i a few examples before we go back to the chuvu we're in the middle of. Do we say that I have no shaykhs with the guy, I'm doing my own thing, and I'm not forcing him to do an Avera, and therefore that's his problem? And even without this moral discant, you have to say as far like that in the sugya, or else you can't walk and breathe and talk, and somebody might do. So there has to be some level where the person is removed and it has no shaykhs to me. And then there can be many cases that Maral Diskin will agree. One of the main principles where they say Maral Diskin does not apply, and I'll mention a few pertinent examples of this, is where you're absolutely forcing him to do something and he has no choice, even though that's not your intention and you're not trying to do that. So let me mention a few of those examples. First, this is not an exhaustive list. A number of things I came across. Uh, this has an interesting application in Eretz Yisrael, the good news is you're in Eretz Yisrael, and the second piece of good news is a lot of Yidin there can Yibu, a lot of Yidin to be Makariv. The other news is is that you think that America has a lot of Lifnei and it does, because New York has a lot of Yidin. Because New York, in the tri-state area, it's even more, but any large uh, metropolis in Eretz Yisrael, there's another three million, four million who are not yet uh, fully with the program, and every Dalamis, you're interacting, and they live in Iversheilis. So, Zilbasin is a case. Somebody asked him, he had, I can picture the scene, he had a need for a place for his sukkah. You remember that, Yantif, not so long ago. So, if you live where there's a lot of room in the front yard or the backyard, you're not going to have the Shaila. If you live in an apartment building, so the way it works is every apartment building, let's say a six dirs, eight dirs, whatever the case may be, and they have a little place in the front, and you have a migrash where you park cars if people have cars. And they have a lot of spots which are tight. I've parked my father's car in Israel. I don't know how he does it. You have about an inch or two to spare. They got pillars. Everything was built. They had a building code which is now being first redone, but Everything looks like it's on stilts. It's a great idea if you want to park cars. That's a natural spot to put it. So everybody's got their little spot. Like Manhattan, it's not a dinner. It's not any crowded mokum. And this year, there's no place to put a sukkah. So he wants to put it in a parking spot. Problem is, he had no parking spot. Probably he had no car. And gave it up or sold it, or whatever the case may be. So he asked a neighbor in the building to use his spot. And the guy was not yet from. And a nice guy. And Sukkot is a national holiday. 
he wasn't building one for whatever reason, either because he wasn't sitting in the sukkah or going to his in-laws. But he wasn't Shabbat Shabbos, unfortunately, and he said, no problem, I'll park the car on the street and you can have the spot for seven days, not even eight days. That special deal there. So he realized, in the middle, I don't know if he realized this before Shabbos Chalamayid or after Shabbos Chalamayid, but it's not a Shabbos din, it's a Yantiv din. Shabbos is a Shailav and it's a Skilo. This is a Yantiv is a Shailav Daraisa like the Taz and Darabonon, if you hold, Neilad is Midaraisa Mutter and also Midarabonon and Yantiv. So it's less severe, but it's still an Isser. We don't light fires. When you press that gas pedal, you have thousands of combustions going on. It's a lot of hover. It's the worst thing you could be doing on Shabbos, is driving that car. So he figured out that the guy is going to find the space, but the only space is the street in front of the building, which is like 30 feet up. So he's driving the extra 30 feet. If you're not holding in the sugi, you would never think of that, Shaila. And even when you're holding, we're still not far enough in the sugi. It's not that far. Into understanding the severity of no, we don't just say he's a Machal Shabbos anyway, and therefore, what's another 30 feet? Another 30 feet might be another 20,000 combustions, and that's a lot of Havara. And as Zilberstein said, it's Usser. Not the answer we were looking for. Guy's doing Chesed, maybe a little Shutvis in my mitzvah of Sukkah. Gotta put my Sukkah somewhere, and he's parking. What does he do with the car in Nebuchadnezzar Shabbos? He drives wherever he drives, coming from the beach instead of parking over here, he's parking over there. Not is it a serious Shiloh, as Obashin said, it's usser, unless he drives less, not more. No, but I'm just parking my sukkah in his parking space. The fact that he happens to park his car over there, over here, it's his choice. And says, no, it's not. If there's no parking over there, and he's going to park it over there, and you know that's happening, you're forcing him to do that. You cannot use the moral discount in that case. That's a, you'd be tempted to use the moral discount and say, look, I'm just putting my sukkah there. He's a derechag of his pocket. It has nothing to do with me. It is it because you, it's your sukkah sitting in his parking space. It's a fascinating example. I have another couple. Yes? Is it a din in him driving more per the each time? Or Every time he touches the gas the pedal. Total. So if you said to the guy, you said, okay, so you're going to be the spot. I know it's going to involve an extra driving. No, so it's that, he, he says agrees, that. If he agrees, if he agrees he's going to drive less or the same? Not less. No, he says, he says, one day Cholmoyed, I'm not driving. The rest of Cholmoyed, I'm going to drive the same. So that means each time he does drive Cholmoyed, he ends up driving more. than. Yeah, that. that's like the guy I once met in a certain place, I won't say where. A certain dining room, we'll call it that. I'm not going to say it's a hotel or whatever. Someone's, you know, I don't usually hang around these places. And he was stacking up yogurts like there's no tomorrow. As they, excuse me, sir, I'm not part of the management. Where are you going with that? He said, no, no, no. For the next three days, I'm going to have two less a day, which I could have had because I have a right to have because it's all you can eat. But whatever, and I'm bringing it to my cousin who never is very hungry. Um, that wasn't a very compelling story to me then, and I had no vested interest in the stock of the company, and I told them that's a ridiculous far. Uh, I'm not saying you, it's a ridiculous far, but it's a, I'm just giving the analogy is that you can... No, because he's not going if to... You, if you hear that from him, by the way, it's a good sign. You say, that means, uh, Chaim, you appreciate that every time you press the gas pedal, I have a better idea. Why don't you just not drive on Shabbos for the next six weeks? I'll take you as a shutuf in my mitzvah Like If you're already getting somewhere, get a better deal out of it. 
I don't think he has the Namanus or the realistic way to be Meshire that. Right now, every time he comes home for the next seven days, we've got Yontif, Shabbos. You're extending his trip of driving. Yeah. Yeah, unless you live in a hill and he's coasting that way, but the problem is when he leaves, he's going to have to pump a couple of times that way. So it's not a din in net driving, it's a din in the trip. It's a din in net driving, but you want to make a deal. He wasn't the guy in the restaurant, but in the place there. Uh, you want to make a deal that he's just not here driving less Cholomai, but that's it's arbitrary. Right now, he's, his pocket space is over here. He's got to drive to by. He's happy to do it. He's a uh, man that's a neighbor's a four. Why not? Even if he doesn't drive. Zero, because he's driving 10 people an hour. Then when he yeah. gets to the car later Shabbos afternoon, he's driving the 10 Well, no, because you, I, not only was I picturing the scene, but I was picturing the street. I don't know what street this was, but they all work like this. It's not a two-way street necessarily. So now he's got to go and miss the buildings. He can't back in. So now he's going to go all the way around. It was a case. It was a case where he's driving more. But we would say, driving more, he's driving like 10 seconds. <laughs> He's Machal Shabbos all year round, unfortunately. The answer is, that's not my issue. We're working on him, but now it's my issue. Is, but is it lifting even from, let's say he, he doesn't even drive at all. The whole, he just doesn't happen to. He didn't work it out. He just, if he promises me. No, he, no, no, no. no yeah. he, just, he, just, he doesn't happen to drive. So is it a Misa lifting even from the time since he, he most likely was going to? And that's, that's, um, that's the other Shabbos, which we didn't go through the Rai's yet. What's the threshold of Lifnei which is a very important Shiloh for this general sugya? I mentioned to you the Ritva that seems to say Kar Levadai. It's harder to understand this. Some pairs can go with it, but it's not even clear what percentage he's talking about 99 and a half, 95, Kar Or there are many, 50 50, if it's a good chance. So this is a good chance he will want his parking space and he doesn't have his sukkah there. And now he's, I don't know, lay on the block, and he's talking about a case where he'd have to drive more. Is it a little prayer? And he doesn't end up driving, so I'm not... Oh, that's that's we discussed already. If I give him the kaisyayin and he doesn't drink it, that's the machalik is the chaznish and the other person. But this just to get us used to, we don't think like this. We look at that, it's fry anyway, it, doesn't make, it does make a difference. And that's when we get back to the hafkanot. The reason we're doing all this action and political action, all these uncomfortable things, and is not just for our Shabbos, that's a very important bonus, it's the general status quo, which we go back to, is that we care about the marginal Jew, and he's just as Jewish, and every bit of Chilo Shabbos counts. And we don't look at it that way, and we have to start looking at it that way, because despite the coolers I introduced at the beginning of this sugya, that if he could do it anyway, it's a big if. You've got to first knock it down to a Drabonim, and then it's Machag, it's a Magad Ram, and if there's any Drabonim, but the Magad Ram is Machmir. So it's never going to be a Dover Pashit, and over here it's far worse, because it's Travis and Ira. I'm causing this. He would park in his regular space. Another example, and this could happen in Muncie, but it's a little hard to prove that you have a Shiloh when you're crossing East Willow. We have a crosswalk here. You could have a car coming, and if you see the guy in the car looks like a certain persuasion and a certain um, complexion and things like that, and it looks like he might be Jewish, he might be Jewish in Rockland County. Unfortunately, there's still well, a lot of fry eating over here. And it's a stroll. You have that general white Caucasian or even uh, darker and it doesn't look like the cousin part of the family that's coming up in a couple of parishes. 
this happens if you live in a mixed neighborhood. This is my Bechol Shabbos, unfortunately. You walk, as a car coming, you walk in the street. There's one rule in it at all. They drive fast there because I remember years ago I was with a guy. He says, it's, it's crazy. It's, their mama drive like they own the streets. I was thinking to myself, they do own the streets. I mean, they like drive like they own the streets. They, they, whether, well, we, I'm not saying it's the government's, but they uh, didn't belong there. It's a certain pride of ownership that this is, our country still drives safely, but it can be if you're ever on a bus, they're very expert at what they do, at going you know, in very uh, tight areas. So they do obey crosswalks and pedestrians crossing. That's the good news. They obey it over here also, but they're very good at it over there. There's no way to cross otherwise. So it's Shabbos, and you want to cross the street. What? Buses go over those circles. They just kind of bypass them sometimes. Yeah, sometimes the circles take too long if you're in a rush to get to the Kaisal, but that's, that's not the norm. The, the crosswalks, they do obey, and uh, right, Kamen Shaila, if you're in Matasdorf and they put a barricade and no one's driving through, you don't have this problem, and that's wonderful. You don't have to see any Shabbos. Eh? That's great. But if you live in a mixed neighborhood, so you just want to cross the street coming up from Shul. And you cross the street, you see a car over there, it's going to slow down. Now he's pressing the brakes. These are serious kamavakamadaraises, like thousands, pressing the brakes, lights go on, then accelerating again. Are you allowed to cross the street? So it would be tempting to say, well, that's the Maral Diskin. Assuming you pass the Maral Diskin, which is still some of debate, what I'm just saying, even like the Maral Diskin, it's a little bit overused, like any Kula. Say, so, Diskins, uh, I'm just crossing the street, minding my own business. See, he happens to be driving a car. That's not true, because you're forcing him to stop. By law, he has to stop. Safety concerns, he has to stop. And you better hope he stops. So you're forcing him to stop. That's your problem, not his problem. According to many Peskim, and they say, Maldiskin does not apply, and therefore you should not be crossing and wait till no one's anywhere near. Robert Yashif, yeah. Because Grama is Grama is a great for a Shabbos sugya discussing it. Says, everything Lifnever from the entire sugya from the beginning to the end is one big Grama. I I didn't stuff the cheeseburger down his throat. I handed him the cheeseburger. Everything's Grama, but the Torah so Grama is not as far over here. I'm glad you're bringing it out um, so that I can give me the opportunity to bring it out. But yeah, Grama is not going to help us in this sugya one or Everything's Grama Garmi. Walk past the light. That's Hilcha Shabbat. Yeah, it's not living anywhere. You just jump sugis to Hilcha Shabbat. Hilcha Shabbat's grandma plays a role that won't get you home free, but if you mix it with another few spheres, that's a whole different sugis. Living anywhere is not going to help us one iota. The, the, the definition, everything you're doing is grandma, grandma, garmi, call it what you want. So, some pests can say maldism doesn't apply and you can't enter the crosswalk area. Rabbi Yashiv and others hold, and I never mentioned this pusik, it's a very starker pusik. It's not stark, every pusik is stark. It sounds hard for our American ears. The Pasuk Halatea Rosh of Yamas. I'll let you translate the words. So, assuming you have to label a guy Russia first. So, we just mentioned this yesterday after Mincha. We mentioned it in Shir a few weeks back. And it's a topic that comes up. Rabbi Yashiv, Ramesha, and others hold and think Shanishba is only a person who didn't have access and doesn't see from Jews. But if he has access, he doesn't come and learn. That's his own Yetzirah. We understand the Yetzirah. We understand he has negative programming. But he's not necessarily thinking Shanishba. The uh, Velt thinks not so. There are Peskim that want a Taina not so, but Rabbi Shalom Zam, Rabbi Yashar, Rabbi Moshe, and many others assume it's a small country, and New York's a small state. The Lower East Side's a small place, and they have access. 
I'm mentioning that now because that comes up in a million places and it'll come up a million times over here. But Halter, Russia for Yamas, you have to quote unquote, who's a Russia? So we're not blaming him for his upbringing and his negative programming and negative press and negative media and all the negativity he gets. But there's still, uh, there's a Pintaliad, Yidna Smart, he has access because if you want to really be honest, find out what it's really all about to make a better assessment. So Abishav holds that if you're working on Shabbos, you have a right to work on Shabbos. If he's driving on Shabbos, that's his problem. And he doesn't use the moral discount for this per se, but he might, because a little shitasa when we go back in a moment to the Shabbos Hafkana, where Rabbi Yashav by the Hafkana just quotes the moral discount and says, we're having Hafkana because we have to do what we have to do, and it's not our problem. But over there, you're not forcing them to come. It's just that they will come, but you're not forcing them to come. You'd rather them stay home, the reporters and the police and everybody. So you could say he just uses the maladiskin. He says the maladiskin because they're not forcing them. But Rabbi well, Yosef, mother sources, says that even by crossing the crosswalk when you're forcing him to stop. And he uses the Russian, the Pasek Halatea, Rosh of Yamas. That's not your problem. So two different spheres going on over here. But that's a big issue. I think Rabbi Yosef would agree that if you can cross somewhere else, it's probably a good idea why have him do more Chelo Shabbos if you can avoid it. Sometimes it's just not possible. And the only way to get into the four-lane highways to start getting in and having them all stop. Yeah? What's the problem with the stopping? There's less combustion, there's less kilowatt? No, far more. He's got to stop, he puts the brakes, that's already electricity, the brake lights, and then he's got to start up again. But it's idling. It's idling for 10 seconds, 15 seconds. That didn't save. He's not any closer to his destination. He's going to definitely pass the gas pedal more. You're caught, the net, there's a net. No, he's got to, yeah, he's taking, he's going 60 miles an hour. He's got to come to a stop now, and now he's got to start again. It's far more. The aggregate is far more. So this is the shy we don't think of. I'm going to the crossword. So I'll be honest with you, saying in that case it's okay because he's a Mechal Shaz and it doesn't label him as a Tishnish. You have to know that background to understand that psak, but that's how he holds. And others say, no, it should be us, and you can't use the Mahal Diskin over here. So that is a second example. Uh, the third example will go back now on your copy. So we saw already some of Mem Dalit in the Kavis Chuvis, both Rabbi Yoshev and Yibald Mechaim Mechaim of Sternbuch are treating the same Shailah, and that is, how do you have a Hafkana on Shabbos if you're going to cause Chilwa Shabbos? And Rabbi Yoshev in the short Shuvah, which we saw already on page one, quotes the Mal Diskin, as we just mentioned, and says that it's applicable. He doesn't go into any lumdus whether you're forcing them or not because he assumes we didn't ask them to come and therefore it is an application of Maral Diskin. I'm just mentioning that Rabbi Yashiv by the crossword case happens to hold even if for sure he's going to have to stop if it's his problem not our problem and he would say that over here and he does sort of allude to that we're protecting Kedusha Shabbos we're protecting the status quo if they keep on chipping away at it they're going to run more bus lines open more stores open more malls and then there's going to be no vestige of Shabbos and it's going to hurt Ospies, we see Mochil Shabbos, hurt our Ruknis, and it's going to hurt the average Israeli who sum up Maserati, and now it's going to be more watered down. And the fight's going on as we speak from last week to this week. It's getting worse. And there was one high-profile politician who just a couple of days ago got up and said that uh, they always start off with this disclaimer. These are the centrists uh, within the politics. They say Shabbos is very important to the Jewish state. 
Shav Shabbos, a wonderful gift. We could just tune out for 25 years. A whole running explanation, nothing to do with Yiddishkeit, about how it's great to have one day vacation. You could just stop, and he thinks they shouldn't legislate against each city and each municipality, Rahman opening up the city for a total free-for-all that should look like New York and, and Los Angeles, because if they want to celebrate Shabbos by going to the beach, that's their Shabbos, and we shouldn't dictate. He's not from, so he doesn't know anything about a mitzvah, a lav, and a saskila, and his direct... It's nothing to do with Yiddishkeit, what he said. All, what he said was that Shabbos is a very nice gift to humanity, and he thinks the game should use it also, and therefore, since we gave the gift, why don't we use it also, and let's all live in peace and harmony, and why shouldn't we let the municipalities decide themselves? Which is a nice drasha and kfira, and has nothing to do with Yiddishkeit. Even though for a democracy, it's a drasha he wanted to give, but has no shaykhahs of eroding the status quo, and they're constantly, that's already a guy in the middle who has some respect, and then he says something um, ridiculous. I'm, I'm happy he points out that, well, he says, you know, the Jews in this state, by and large, are keeping two things, Amila and Yom Kippur, and you see, that's, the state didn't have to get involved, so why do we have to get involved over here? What in the world? A London, he's not. Uh, what? What's a shaykhis? The Jews are keeping up Kippur and Shabbos because there's enough of the Pintalayid, not the Yom Kippur and Mila, because Mila they still want to keep, even though that's not a Dover Pashat, and they're trying to chip away at that also. And Yom Kippur, they have some Yeris Lakim that they fast for one day. Uh, therefore, the, the number three on the list, or maybe number one, is Shabbos. And if you just make it a day where, sure, this everybody agrees, let's all agree. We love to rest for 25 hours. We'll all agree on that. Every city could decide was rest means driving your car, going to the beach, going to the theater, going shopping. Why should we stop people from going shopping on Shabbos? And he's like wondering why the from people are creating such divisiveness. Love it when they go on the attack. Why are we creating period? But Shabbos can be such a, a day of shalom for everybody. We get it, like, you couldn't make this stuff up. So, I don't know, is it a step in the right direction from the masculine? We're trying to get rid of everything, I, I, but it's not a step in the right direction, and they're trying to water it down for everybody, and that's going to hurt. We care. We care not only for ourselves. We care because that's going to hurt millions of not yet completely from Israelis who actually, if they grew up with it, would understand Shabbos, like my neighbor who I bumped into who's chewing on matzah on Pesach. They want to get rid of that also. They want to open up the same legislation. They want to open up that we should legally be able to sell bread. If you want to get bread, you can go there. I'm sure you can get it back. But they want to make that legal and say, Pesach is holiday of freedom, and let's all agree that it's freedom, and let's everybody express their freedom the way they want to express their freedom. And why can't we sell bread? It's a free country. Okay. So if we want to be Kachar Amim, they're unfortunately uh, going in a good direction. But that's, that's why it's a Hafkanot. The answer is it's not, as Rabbi Yashav alluded to, and Roshambo is going to spell out right now, it's for us, so we should understand the severity of the union, and it's for them. If you make enough noise, it's, um, they understand when, rightfully so, the disabled aren't getting enough uh, stipends, and they, they'll go with wheelchairs, 10,000 of them, in the middle of Tel Aviv, and the eye alone, and hold up traffic. Do you know what it is to block the eye alone? That's the equivalent of 10,000 wheelchairs on the FDR drive. You're, shut, you're shutting down the city, basically. And they have no problem doing this, and people, they're honking. They don't like it, but they understand that it's a democracy, right? So they have to use the tool. That's what Rav Sternbuch and Rabbi Yashiv, that's why this exists. But when it comes to from, they say, no, why are you pushing your opinions? I don't know. The answer is, it's the old machlekes. Is this supposed to be a democratic state, or is this supposed to be a Jewish state? And do you want to have any Jews left? So that's basically the, it always boils down to the old machlekes. So we're in the middle of Shnebuch's tshuva. 
and go to page three. Uh, the second paragraph, which is to finish the chuvam, the chain royim. He says, the less we do, the less we say, the less we talk about it. And he wrote the truth a long time ago. He'd never imagined his worst nightmare. It would be this far. It's already a lot worse than it used to be. And there are certain cities, uh, you know, you don't want to pick Makamis and Israel, but if you're in Israel, you know where they are. Sort of large cities that are already, like most of the things are running on Shabbos. And they just want to keep on undoing everything so that unless you're in the heart of Bnei Barak Amazov, you're not going to feel, and that's a bigger sakana for them, but he points out, so it's a sakana for us also. It's not just for them, it's also for them. And that people should understand Shabbos is an issue. And the fact of sending reporters and policemen and whatever it is, that's not our problem. That's the equivalent of Latea Rosh of especially because they're the ones we're fighting against. Since it's important for us and our Ruchnius, and important for most people who really care about it, and even the people who don't know they should care about it. And it's the only way to have a voice, which is the same reason. For those who hold, you're allowed to join the government, which most from people did, is because if we don't, it's going to be exponentially worse, and we have no voice. Ladina hare, I don't mean join the government as opposed to being the opposition. Just people are, some younger people here, I mean, join the government decision <laughs> many years ago to be in the part of the government in any form or fashion, as opposed to the position of the Satmarov, who said that it's a Mishnah, and it is a Mishnah, and they have to understand what it's Harashan, Becher and Miraran, that's where the uh, Dastar had to weigh in, had to figure it out. And the reason is because it's a public Hashem, so you have to say something. If you might be making him, and here he uses a Lushan, the Uram uses it, it's a he says, if you're making him into a bigger mazid, we try not to make a shagging into a mazid, but if you're making a mazid into a bigger mazid, more combative, but you're trying to protect the status quo and protect the levels of observance in the general community, then the fact that there's this collateral damage is not our issue. Still, you got to make a machal. That's the Lashon of the Uram. And the fact that they're coming, we're not happy about it, and we'd like to tell them to stay home, but uh, that can't be our concern. He does limit this. Rabbi Yashav does not. He doesn't mention it either way. But in the last paragraph, he limits this to a demonstration about Shabbos. Because we're trying to defend Shabbos, even though there's some collateral damage of Chil Shabbos, but we are doing this on Shabbos because it's about Shabbos. Interesting svar. Others, and I think Rabbi Yashav wasn't mechalik, they would say, if this is the only time to get everybody together, and we're defending the basic principle of having Yiddishkeit part of the Medina and the Mokom and Eitz Yisrael, it doesn't make a difference whether it's Chil Shabbos or whether it's any other Iker in Yiddishkeit, uh, he's saying as far as that I'm only allowed to cause some Chil Shabbos if it's Tiro Manas Livnos within Shabbos itself. 
Mistim is Lashon of I think he has a wider application. He, he gives room for it. So he gives room to the fact that if it's the only time and it's something else very important for Yiddishkeit, but you got to weigh and measure, is this the only time you can do it? Can you get everybody together on a Tuesday? And that needs the Shikladas of Beistin. So that is the Gabe, the uh, ongoing uh, Muhammad. And the time to fight in Muhammad, the from community spends a lot more time on Kiruv, active, positive Kiruv, than Hafkanot. But apparently there is a, a need for both, and depending on who you're fighting against and, and what's going on. Part of this in, and I'm going to include this now, or just um, 921. Um, okay, let me just introduce this. Let me give it out. Uh, I'm going to run out of time. So what I'd like to show you tomorrow night is an absolutely fascinating tshuva written a long time ago in America, Tavshin Chaf. And it's a tshuva in the Yisimation, we'll see part of it, and it's Nogea to this Indian. The tshuva is directly about Hanifa. But it's very related, as you would understand, even from that word. Part of the chiv of a macha, part of the chiv of the giving musr is not only to help boo people, even that doesn't work, there's a chiv to erase a chilashem and a perception and a misconception that we're giving a hechshash temple and something's being done wrong. And since the dawn of Kabbalah Satera, there's always been many facets of trying to give it over the positive way, obviously, ba'ava, and tochach has to be given ba'ava when possible. And on the yochel level, it's easier to do. For the community, there are often different rules because, and the Acharonim point this out, it's a famous shuv of the Marsham. He talks about having a butcher shop open in the nine days. This comes up. No, not even meat in the nine days, not shvush is a minig and a minig. It's a chum and a chum, which Ashkenazim keep. The Sephardim keep only shvush But we keep Abin Hagen very, very seriously. And he makes a statement over there that an Avera that's done by Rabim, even if it's a minig, it's not even an Issa Durabonon, maybe the status of a Durabonon, maybe it's a Safer, it's a Mitam Nedr, it's a Dereisa, but it's not officially a Dereisa Durabonon, but if it's done publicly, it's worse than an Avera Chemur Dereisa on a Yachad level. And therefore, he takes a very hard stand. Some restaurants are open now because we say people are buying for Shabbos already early and they're chaylum and they're different. They fired them around, whatever. But in his small town, what he was answering the Shiloh for, there weren't, there weren't any visible excuses. And he said it's worse to keep it open on a public level because you're giving an extra temple and you're changing a minig. He wasn't even talking about what would start off as a din. And that's very important for the sugya because part of the chiv of Macham, part of Lifnaiver, is when you send a message that this is not so bad. And it gives people this impression. And impressions make a big difference. Think, I didn't tell the guy to do an Avera. The community had, many has and had, some of them had, some of them, and that's a problem, many Minhagim built in to certain avlas that were done by individuals that there were certain red lines. And the community said, and even not yet from people or formerly from people, but they were just Masardi, understood that's a red line, and we make a public macha, we don't give kibbutzim to these people, and we don't uh, show public respect and the like. And if you're doing it, it's a problem on the macha level, on the possible of Haniva level, and on the Hanifa level. What's wrong with Hanifa? The Gemara has very, very harsh things to say about Hanifa. What's wrong with Hanifa? The answer is, what's wrong with Hanifa besides dishonest? But if you do Hanifa to a 
Tzadik. So you made a tzadik feel good. You do it to a benedict, you made a benedict feel good. Gavaldik. If you do it to a Russia, what you're doing is you take the Russia, you're putting him on a pedestal, and you're basically saying that what he's doing is not so bad, and we'll look the other way because we like his money, his uh, help, or whatever it is. That's the problem. Khanifa is not really a separate sugya. The problem is you're sending the wrong message. Ramesh's case, which we'll begin tomorrow night, is but this is a very common shayla. Way back then, it was more common. Uh, it was common. Russia has all sorts of truths about taking money from Machal Shabbos and the dinners and things like that. Here, there was a very fine doctor in the community, a very nice guy. And Zabalcha said he really cared about being a good heart, which is a wonderful ingredient for a yid. But if you're married to somebody who's not from the same uh, persuasion uh, publicly, he was very far gone. Mother was Orthodox, belonged to the shul, and he belonged to the community when he came to shul, Yom Kippur, whatever it was, he belonged to an Orthodox shul. And that's the way it was in the 50s and 60s, and the mother and the grandmother were still firm. And he was very well-liked, and he was a very famous doctor, and he was needed by the community. And he was doing a lot of favors. And he was starting over the years to get very annoyed. He noticed, a smart guy, a top physician, and he started noticing based on the knowledge of his youth and the operations at an Orthodox shul, that Tzvi wasn't giving him any aliyahs. It's all your fault, Tzvi. It's not to see we're here. Um, and he wasn't even giving him psicha. He wasn't even just, the mom got no kibbutim. And he started feeling more than a tad annoyed. He does so many favors for the community. As that, they don't want to be mechab. Why are they mechab? Because he's married to somebody publicly he shouldn't be married to. And it's a very serious issue. And that was a red line, even by Freya people in those days. So the Ravis, the Shiloh, is getting very contentious. They were afraid his mother wasn't a youngster. They were afraid that in a few years, Ahamev Esrim, he's only staying for the cover of his mother and he's out of here. It would be a loss for him and his chusim of helping Yidin, and it would be a loss for the community. And it's a real Shiloh of Ahesim Ruba from a, from a medical point of view. It wasn't direct Sakhans to so they asked Ramesha, that's a pretty, uh, pretty delicate shayla. They asked Ramesha, what do you do with sending wrong messages in Hanifa? So we'll pick that up tomorrow night. Between tonight and tomorrow night, don't be machna if anybody, you might be a Russia. If you bump into them, and we'll figure it out tomorrow night.